This is CliffCentral.com. All right, let's get to uh, to Rich. Rich Mahalan's here. It's time to. <laughs> Hello there, everybody. <laughs> it's time to get our little Monday injection of energy and wildness. From a, a tussle-haired, windswept, interesting right. Scotsman. Hi, you me. How are you? Take a woman, but you'll never take her freedom. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I just came back from a week snowboarding. So oh, how cool. Where did fantastic. you go? Uh, Verbier. Uh, Verbier in, in Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. Uh, I felt like I was raped. Every time you take out your wallet, it is crazy expensive there. Mm. It was absolutely ridiculous. Like you just had to stop thinking about what you were spending on. Yeah, you'll deal with it this week when you have to see all the bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was horrible, but it was an amazing trip. Always. Uh, Tell me, just one of my. Are you any good at too. snowboarding? Uh no, I'm I'm okay. I'm fine. Like you I fall can, a lot. Yeah, but I can get by. I can go and have fun and and do cool things and. Not like crazy cool things, but in my, and you know, those things that are cool when you do them, hmm. in your head, you think you look rad to the power of sick, but in reality, you're just kind of a mediocre person <laughs> going down the slope. So that's me. But I, but I have great fun doing it. All right. What's on your mind this morning? Exactly. Well, it was, it was quite funny because uh, something came up on the trip that I wanted to mention. Uh, but actually, uh, this was, uh, I guess, uh, elevated by something that happened yesterday. So a few weeks ago, my son turned 13. It was his 13th birthday party yesterday. And we're all waiting there, and it's in the middle of the day. It ends at 3 o'clock. And all the parents, you know, slowly but surely arrive and, and fetch the kids. And eventually, there's this one kid left. So nobody wants to say anything. We're just sitting there, and we've packed up, and it's uh, <laughs> uh, my, my parents are there, and my ex and her fiancé, and we're all kind of standing there all smiling. And eventually we say, listen, do you know when your mum is coming? And he said, oh, no, she's giving me money. told me to catch the bus. Now, I was at first horrified. I was like, fuck, what do you mean to give me money? He said, catch the bus. Um, could you just take me to the nearest My City bus stop? Now, in Cape Town, there's that whole My City system. That, yeah, yeah. And it's really, really good. And I got into it. I said, absolutely not. Don't worry. I'll just, I'll just give you a lift home. So I started driving this kid home. And at first, I, I went through this stage of feeling like, how are these parents? And then by about halfway home, I thought, how am I as a parent? This kid is nearly 13 years old. Of course he should be able to catch a bus. Why am I horrified that a 13-year-old child is catching the bus? Like, when did this become a bad thing? When I was nine, when I arrived in this country, I cycled uh, across up Bears and Odea Road, Diefenland at the time, uh, to go to school. Uh, and, like, it, I caught the school bus. And your mother didn't go, Oh, Ratchard, don't go and cross that dangerous road. No, absolutely not. She just said, like, look left and right before you go. And uh, <laughs> it was just so absurd to me. I mean, everybody was horrified. It was like that collective look of, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. A bus. A child on a bus. Now I'm thinking, what are, what is going to happen to my kids when they turn 18? The first time they actually have to navigate the road. Instead of them having time finding their way on a bus or being street smart or, uh, uh, in, the other day, I was chatting to my ex and I was saying like, oh, it's quite handy now. You know, now he's 13. They could, the kids could just walk between our houses. And the discussion we had was, oh, no, no, but it's crossing this quite a, a busy road. With a, with a, it's got a pedestrian crossing. And, oh, no, no, maybe you shouldn't. And then the, the halfway decision was, maybe you could ask your security guards at the gate to walk down and, and to, I'm like, he's 13 years old. This is Cross a street. absolutely bloody absurd. Like we've become mamby pambies and we're going to teach these children not to be able to do anything. 
but almost by the time these kids grow up and get behind a car will be the first time they've navigated a road by themselves. They should be on bicycles and buses and things like this. I think the next, I think I'm actually, I started having this idea of what we should have done was like this, like drop them in the middle of town and give them a bus card and say, find your way back to the cake. And then, and then, you know, that should be the birthday party. That should be the birthday party. And you know what the irony is? These kids are so mollycoddled that if you gave them any kind of freedom like that, they'd probably love it. It would probably be the best time ever. You guys are going to drop you at the waterfront. Yeah. You're going to have a little bit of fun and buy, you got to catch the one o'clock bus back home. Yeah. yeah, We don't care what you do for the next three hours, but you have to be home by three. Yeah. And that's, and then there's a surprise if you get home on time. And the surprise is you're not grounded. But uh, that kind beautiful. of thing. Anyway, so that was the first thing. The other thing uh, was related but unrelated. So we're, we're in this um, kind of little hotel thing. And there's this kid, must have been, uh, I don't know, seven or eight, st- starts having this tantrum. Hmm. And this kid is going crazy having this tantrum. Now, then it started saying things to the parents, but like really, really horrible things. Oh, you're terrible. I hate you. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, the parents were quite embarrassed when looking around. Now, if I, this would have been the stage where my dad, um, I think I've had three smacks in my life, but if I ever spoke to my mom or my dad like that, it would have been smack number four. My dad would have picked me up and he would have walloped me and he would have taken me out. This parent turned around and said, and he went down on their knees and this kid was, was smacking them now and said, would you like a hug? Oh. Would you like a hug? And then it looked at us like it should be winning Parent of the Year awards. It took this screaming kid who was like, ah, fucking sense, can't stand you, I hate you, I hate you, into their arms for a gentle embrace. And I honestly wanted to walk up and say, do the two of you want a smack? Would you both like a spanking? Because that's what you need. Like, we're so, oh, shame, you know, the, what, what is going in their head? John Fisman used to do a joke about that, you know, about um, picking up kids. And he actually said, you know, we shout at them. What we should do is pick them up and hug them. And I think that's maybe okay when you're one or two and you actually don't understand what the bloody hell's going on. But at seven, you're just being a shit. What needs to happen is you need to be sent to your room or given a wallop on the bottom or something to make you realize this consequence to your actions. But now we don't. Now we hug children. I can't wait till that kid comes to work for me. One day, I'll be old, and he's going to walk in, and he's going to have a screaming tantrum. And I'm going to walk up to him and say to him, Shame, is it, are you having a bad day at work? He's going to say, yes. I said, do you want a hug? And he'll say, yes. And I'll say, come here, and then I'll fire him. <laughs> in your face, bitch. But this is also true for what's going on in our university campuses at the moment. You're going to see a whole lot of these people are going to get their degrees. They maybe won't even have to pay for them. Let's imagine they even get their accommodation and food thrown in. Okay. Let's imagine they win the jackpot in terms of fees must fall and all their fucking dreams come true. They're still going to have to come and work for people like you and me one day. And guess what? We're not going to hire them in the first place because they're going to be little bastards who've never, ever had no said to them. And people who never have no said to them are massive problems in the world. I've seen them. I've dealt with them. I'm sure you have too. I'm sure you meet them on a daily basis. They are not good people to hang around with because they frustrate the living crap out of you and they frustrate the process of normal business. Yeah. I think uh, uh, the term that I would use, uh, everyone always refers to them as millennials, but I far prefer Generation E because it's like generation entitled. Uh, that This is what is happening. And, and it really is. The one sad reality is that we keep on getting angry with them. I sit here as the parent of uh, so-called uh, generation entitled, and then I wonder – 
how why they're growing up this way, but it's because of how we're doing it. It's because we sit there and watch them doing their homework twenty times over, and we, we you know, I won't take any of the blame for this because I'm not a parent. I, it's the one place I can absolve myself of responsibility. You and other parents have cocked it up for us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. No, I totally agree. I like that. That's why I think about this thing with the bus. I mean, I won't let my thirteen-year-old catch a bus. What? How? How? How is this good parenting? How is this good life lessening? On one side, I want my kid to be an entrepreneur, willing to go out on their own and take some risks and do these things. The reason I think I was able to do that was because (laughs) I was walking door to door when I was 13 years old selling business cards and letters, like customized stationery, to people on the street. I wouldn't even let my son on the street. Well, you could, you know, you can go around the estate, but don't path security. (laughs) For goodness sake, man. Yeah. Well, there's something. There's something to be said for the cotton wool. I don't know. You think? Hey, uh, maybe we just sound like uh, grumpy old guys, but the fact is that I do think we have a problem with entitlement at the moment, and I do also think that we have a, a condition of parents judging each other and making it very hard for I think that's each the other problem. to do the job. And, you know, there are different kinds of parenting. I mean, Ben was raised by wolves. And look at him. Look at him. He's like he's a rugged, right. rugged manliness. That's yeah. all he is. He's just like a... He's, yeah. Ben was left alone outside. In the dark for much of his childhood. Yeah, I didn't get to catch a bus. I just had to walk. Yeah, yeah, behind the bus. <laughs> Mostly because all the other kids the swearing yeah. at him, throwing things. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what? Toughens you up. It's like it's like having a cement pill. You know, take a cement pill and, and harden up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. anyway. That's what you should give your kids every morning. Right. It's a cement pill, harden up. Well, exactly. far, far be it for me to tell parents how to do their job. No, but Rich is spot on because the world hasn't got softer. The world's become horrible and more and just dreadful. So if you're going to be grazing softer children for a harder world, that doesn't quite... My God, he's right. That's actually... It's inversely proportional. We're moving yeah. in the wrong direction. Should be the other way around. You should just be... They should be on the roof. <laughs> well, tell us what you think. If you agree or disagree with Rich, it's always good to have your opinion uh, on here as well. So call us, 0861-555-189, or you can, um, you can send us a, a tweet. Those come live to the screen from the Cliff Central app. Or you can send us a message on WeChat, too. Lots of people commenting about Leo DiCaprio. Any thoughts on that, uh, Rich? Do you give a shit that he's just won an Oscar? Yeah, I think it's pretty rad. I think uh, he's he's not bad at all. And uh, I'm quite happy to see it. Although I kind of feel that it would have been funnier for everybody if he hadn't. And see how, how many <laughs> Twitter, more years we could have. Twitter would have gone crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Shelton says, Rich, something that pisses me off is when parents are still pushing their kids around in a stroller or a pram at the age of six. Yeah, Jesus I haven't right. seen that. Does know, that happen? I've seen like much like parents older, and I think you're more aware of it, right? And this is one of those things that can almost sound condescending. I think you're more aware of it when you're a parent. So what happens is everybody puts things in in their own mind. Like if, if you stopped breastfeeding at three months, you mm-hmm. think somebody who stopped breastfeeding at nine months is a, a savage kind of thing, that, you know? And so you measure everything by your own standards. Yeah. But I, I have seen some people in strollers, and I think this kid should be walking. This kid, and, and sometimes it's like in the trolley of a shopping uh, uh, cart and things like this, and you think, come on, man. This, this pretty little guy is not going to get any legs. But, yeah, absolutely, you'll see it. Watch. Now look for it. I will. And I'll you'll be, see it. I'll be super aware of it now. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll look at you and they'll say, hey, there's Gareth Thiff. And you'll be like, hey, there's that guy with a six-year-old in a stroller. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rich. Yeah, go. Cool. Always good to see you, man. Take it Have easy, an guys. excellent Monday and a good week. Cheers. All righty. There we go. There's Rich Marland. Always good with a, a little Monday wake-up call. Never a bad thing. Always, uh, Rich always brings in stuff that you didn't you didn't think about, but when you think about it, it makes perfect sense. This is CliffCentral.com.